your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the problem. We're selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. Let's get on with the show. So, let me just give you a bit of a rundown. This time last week, there was a conference called ARIC, the Australian Real Estate Conference, and I want to give you the uh, unofficial um, rankings based on what the agents have said and an internal survey I've seen of a large sample size. Tom Ferry, number one, Peter Fuda, number two, Peter Sheehan, number three, Amanda Linhout, is that how you say it, number four, Chris Helder, number five, Dr. Fred, number six, from the uh, Aussie speakers, Taney Jane, done it very proud, they called you Taney, they called you the crazy Indian, Phil Harris, as usual, Judy O'Day, a 48-year-old lady that got, sorry, she's not 48, she's more than 48, she got into real estate at the age of 48, uh, Gavin, as usual, you know, he had his tribe of people that love what he does, and then, you know, the guys, Martin, Marty Fox and, uh, and Ryan from, uh, from uh, Melbourne there, they use 16 fuck words there. And I've got to say, Susan, you know what someone said to me? Someone said to me afterwards that, and Dr. Fred, Dr. Fred was super outstanding. You know, Dr. Fred was uh, one of the highlights. And I'm going to talk a little bit about him because I've got to say, Dr. Fred to me is probably what some people actually don't need skills training. Some people don't actually need to be told how to get a listing. Some people don't need how to learn to qualify. Some people actually need to get out of their head. Some people actually have to stop living in the past. Some people actually have to actually get super clear about what they want in their life. Some people have to let go of their mooring lines. Some people need to actually learn dollar productive activity. And that has very little to do with actually listing and selling real estate. So gang, um, I just want to, you know, let you know that I'm going to go through the next 15 minutes, run through 10 great ideas from Eric. Now, do me a favor. If you've got a friend or a colleague that wasn't at Eric and wants a 20 minute real estate prep pop up presentation, um, tag him now, tag him on Insta. Uh, uh, maybe what you should do is, um, um, share the video on Facebook and let's begin. So the first thing I want to let you know is that model uh, uh, Tom Ferry, this is number one. Number one was Tom Ferry's principle, which was model mindset marketing. He believes, and he was outstanding. He got ranked number one. Model mindset marketing. He talks about the fact that these are the three things that are pretty integral for success in your real estate business. The model. The model being, what's your structure? Do you actually have PAs and staff members to help you have a well-drilled oil machine? That's the first thing. The second thing is, do you have checklists? Do you have people working their strengths and other people picking up the pieces that you're weak on? Are you focused in on doing dollar productive activity and are you working efficiently with your assistants in your team? Now, can I just refer people? 
If you want to work out how to work really good in your model, there are about three or four resources I'd like to point you in your real estate gym. The first one is I'd like you to watch the interview of Alex Phillips and Prue, his executive assistant. I think that that is a very good video to watch. In addition to... It's, it's actually just Prue. Yeah. Prue is Alex Phillips' uh, business manager. I'd urge you to look at that. So one of the things as you're watching this video is you've got to make the decision. Are you going to be a lone wolf or are you going to actually develop a team? And never forget this. The bigger the dream, the bigger the team. Remember that. The bigger the dream, the bigger the team. As a minimum, as a minimum, you must be building up to have what I call the administrative PA. The next step would be that you would have a buyer's agent or a sales creator. Yes, you might be able to have a person to do both for the first period of you having an assistant. Now, most people now that are writing the big bucks in real estate, the big GCIs have got a red PA, which is admin PA, a blue PA, which is sales PA, and then they start putting on what I call sales associates. Let's be super clear. Let's cut the bullshit once and for all. Anyone that's writing two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight million is not doing it themselves. Let's be super clear. They are running business units, effective business units, as Manos says. It doesn't even have to be effective. All we're saying is that you are not by yourself. This is basic Fordism. Fordism taught us very early on that what you'll do have divisions of labor. Listen to me carefully, that there will be people that will specialize in one task of the role and do that task, which will mean that it will allow you to have your highest and best use. For those of you that are embarking on working with assistants, may I refer you to look at four or five documents in the real estate gym, including position descriptions, what to pay your, your staff, how to reward them monthly, how to reward them yearly, what the position description is for a red PA and a blue PA. May I refer you to look at that. Now, let's move on to the second part of part one, which is marketing. Tom Ferry talked about the fact that marketing is the second most important aspect of a real estate agent. You need to be a brand. If you're watching this video and you are in business, you are in show business. Your brand acts as a lead generation tool. And I want you to understand that you must have a marketing plan. We have gone to the Liberty in the real estate gym to provide you with a 12-month detailed marketing plan. And in addition to that, that marketing plan has got what to do and how to do it in the form of video and ripped off templates from other agents who are actually incorporating a 12-month marketing plan that is set and forget. This marketing plan includes social media, community marketing, and of course, your traditional just listed, just sold. It is all there. We've got it set up for you, set and forget. The third thing that Tom Ferry spoke about was mindset. Now, are you doing, good question, are you doing 
a minimum of 30 minutes per day on personal development by either. Thank you, Flinny. As you can tell, Flinny's just giving me a big thumbs up on the real estate gym. I would like you all, we opened up the gym during Eric's season, quick advert, Six twenty a year, or sixty-five thousand dollars, sixty-five thousand dollars, or sixty-five dollars a month, and that will give you twelve months membership of the real estate gym. We don't have a journal here, do we, Susan? No, we don't. Do you? Uh, uh, do we have one there? No, we don't. Underneath there? No, we don't have one here. But I want to let you know that all the gym members are getting their own success journal with scripts and dialogues in the journal plus all these reflective exercises that they've got to do to try and build their own business plan. Gang, let's move on. On mindset, it's really simple. Every day, 30 minutes, audio book or podcast or YouTube clip or all the stuff in the real estate gym is there. Basically, the real estate gym is in fact a mindset plan. Why? I actually think it's too unstructured for you to be going online all the time. So what do we do? Serve it to you on a real estate plate and say to you, do this. You know on a Monday, you're getting a podcast. You know that every morning you're going to wake up, you're going to have a reference email called Daily Inspiration, inspired by Susan, that is going to reach you at 5 a.m. You know that you're going to be getting all these scripts and dialogues consistently coming in. We got a great 12 months financial year coming up, guys and girls. And I'd like to tell you that Tom Ferry talked mindset, marketing, model. I want to move on to the second thing. The second thing that came out of Eric is this. Choice management, not time management. I like that. Choice management, not time management. And what do we mean by that? We mean that a lot of people are majoring on the minors. Something unimportant done well does not make that thing important. And all I want to do is flip away from this cliche of time management and tell you that the things that you choose to do will highly influence how successful you'll be. You don't control time, but you do control the choices you make on the things that you do. And I'd like to let you know that one of the things you need to be doing is starting with the end in mind. You build a goal, which is 365 days away, and then you use the law of linkage that says, is what I'm doing linked in a linear way towards my goal? And that will help you understand whether what you're doing is being busy or being productive. If you were to work out your hourly rate and realize that every 60 minutes that goes by, it is costing you that money when you're fart-assing around. Okay, let's move on to number two. By the way, that was Peter Fuda, who we ran into last night. So last night we attended a function. What was it called? The Mad Hatter's Ball. The Mad Hatter's Ball, which and is... Which, which, if you go onto your pay, Facebook page or Instagram, you'll see you sitting outside playing with your phone whilst everyone is inside having time. Okay, so uh, Susan was just saying I was sitting outside playing on my phone. I was trying to 
crack how I had stuffed up moving stuff from Insta to Facebook on story and I was too obsessed with that than being inside. But I did go, but I did go to that function last night which was raising money for girls that for yes, can I explain what it is? Because they won't know what it is. It is helping girls who have had a difficult time and need a mentor. Now here's the thing about girls at the moment. You know what I've noticed, Susan? that all of a sudden in the last few years there's a bunch of guys and girls that have decided that all of a sudden they want to jump on the female bandwagon or jump on the yes boat hey why didn't you do it earlier on why did you actually think to yourself this is a light bulb moment they're human gay people are human wow Fucking, you know what really pissed me off, Susan? A bunch of people that used to slag off, that used to be what I would call poofta bashing. And then it became trendy to put a sticker on the shop to say, yes to love, right? Hey, listen, if you have got morals, you will always do the right thing. You won't do it when it's cool and trendy. And that's what I'm noticing about females. Like, I've got to tell you, I have known for a very long time, particularly, you know, the fact that I've got two daughters, you know, um, basically one's about to be a teenager, one is a teenager. I've known, I've known that, you know, overall sometimes girls get a bad deal. But you know what I like about girls? I like girls that are strong. I like girls that pick themselves. I like girls that work out because it says to me, I respect myself, I'm strong, and you know what? I do not feel like a victim. They're the girls I find attractive. And that was what that event was about last night. Anyway. I think you mean women. Women, girls, I don't mind. I think people know I'm talking about the female sexier. And that's the other thing that's beginning to piss me off. People that are politically correct, but morally screwed. Anyway, let's move on. So, uh, number three, number three. Again, this was another one of the gold ones coming from Tom Ferry. And he talked about the great operators in business today. The great operators in business today is this. They have what I call a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. And I want to talk to you a little bit about the research of Martin Seligman, who studied uh, in the great book, Learned Optimism. I recommend that you look at that book. By the way, if you're enjoying this rant, please tag someone. And on Facebook, all you've got to do is press that share button. And um, Martin Seligman talks about the fact that, you know, two groups of people, one have got an internal locus of control, and one have got an external locus of control. And what that basically means, if you've got an internal locus of control, what it says is that you feel like, hey, there's nothing I can, I, I, there's nothing I can do about it. This is the cards I've been dealt with, and that's all I can do. An external locus of control, an external locus of control is someone who believes that they can reach out, that an event happens, and in fact, it's not what the event that matters, what happens that really matters is your response to the event. So the formula for that is event times response equals success. Event times response equals success. So 
On this rant, I'm going to ask you, how do you look at the world? Do you believe that things are fixed? Or do you think that things are changeable? Do you believe that, yes, shit happens, but what really matters in the end is what you do about the shit that happens? Or do you believe that you must play victim? I'm hoping that the community that Susan and I nurture, the community that speaks to us on a Sunday night, but more importantly, our commitment to our real estate community who have got skin in the game and are with us at a closer level, I'm hoping that those people realize that what we're all about is encouraging people to take personal responsibility and to become self-reliant and to not blame the government and to not blame the boss and to not blame the shopkeeper and not to blame the sister, but in fact, to turn around and to say, if it's got to be, it's up to me. If it's got to be, it's up to me. And what they do is they make the decision that they're going to take personal responsibility and accept that where they are in their life right now has got to do with every decision and every choice and every thought they've had to this day. And they also know that immediately that they can make start making new choices. And why is this important? Because with better choices, you make better actions. And with better actions, you get better results. Let me repeat that. With better choices, you take better actions. And with better actions, you get better results. So I'm hoping that you understand the power of a decision. Do you realize as you're watching this on Insta and Facebook, you may potentially be only one decision away from your best life. And I want you to remember that behind the door of fear lies your best life. So cut through that and what you resist will persist and what you'll befriend, you'll transcend. I'm asking you to be courageous. I'm asking you to stand tall. I'm asking you to take the path that is more difficult because this will be the path to excellence. So gang, I have to say to you, if at the moment you're a person that is a little bit lacking in self-belief, may I say to you, trust me, build self-belief, cultivate it. Go watch in the real estate gym, Tom Hector. Watch how a guy did 31 sales two months ago at 26 years of age. Go watch Vivian Yap, who's writing millions of dollars of revenue in real estate and has only been in real estate for three, four years. Watch the interviews from Adrian Bow, Matt Steinway, and John McGrath, who give you just gold nuggets of what to do, what, when to say, how to play the biggest game of your life. Go watch Mark McLeod. I've got the best coaches in the gym. I've got the best real estate agents in the gym. I've got the best stuff out of agents ripped off and duplicated and edited by me. And by the way, I want to let everyone know that next week we begin the 21-day ARIC action plan in the gym. I interviewed each person that spoke at the real estate ARIC conference. And what I do is I take talk into execution. And what we're going to do is as of Monday week, we are running a 21-day ARIC implementation plan. 
So even if you didn't go to Eric, you're going to get the value of the content and the value of the implementation. Why? I'll tell you why. Ideas without execution are delusions. And what we want to do is to make sure that our agents are not deluded. They're executors. They're doers. They're not gunners. I want to move on. Number four. This is going to be a long rant, Susan. I'm up to number four. How many points do you have? Okay, I've got 10 points. So I'm going to run through these really quickly, gang. Number four. Uh, good to see you, Graham. Graham was one of the first people that shot a video f- uh, for me. It was called For What It's Worth. Uh, let me move on. Uh, Keith Hardwood is saying, can I do this for all the conferences? I can. <laughs> There's a price for everything, Keith. Uh, Peter Furter, number four, play a game you can win. I love that. Play a game you can win. Good to see you, Snowy. Uh, play a game you can win. What was this all about? He basically said that a lot of people in business are playing a game they can't win. And he said, what you've got to do is learn the game so well that you actually, like if it was a dartboard, that you weren't sitting 20 meters away trying to get the dart into the bullseye. That in fact, you could just walk up only one meter away and just throw it from a meter away or even closer go up to it from 10 centimeters away. And I'm gonna give you a question to every real estate agent that's gonna help you demolish, devastate your competitors because what you're gonna do is begin to play a game that you will win because you're going to get into the head of the game the vendors want. Listen to the question. Here it is. If you hired an agent and the process and the results were flawless, what would it look like? And shut up. Because what this does, it is allows the client to describe what a great agent would look like in their eyes and what the process would look like. And then what actually happens is when they explain this to you, you have created your own game against the other competitors. Because the other competitors are going in and they're saying, we charge two and a half percent and our marketing's three grand and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this. But you're not playing that game because that game is about who's the cheapest and who overprices it the most. What you're doing is you're building a game based on what the client is thinking. Gang, that was number four. Play a game. Play a game that you can win and your competitors will be devastated. I want to move on to the next one. And the next one was Chris Helder. So Chris Helder talked about having useful beliefs versus positive thinking. Useful beliefs versus positive thinking. And I like it because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of bullshit in the world of positive thinking, right? Because how can you actually believe a lie? Let's shift it to say, don't believe a lie. Let's believe in a useful thing. So what I thought is I would share with you some of the useful beliefs that I think a real estate agent must have. 
Number one, energy is a choice. It came from Chris Helder, and I believe this is a useful belief. I believe that the minute you think to yourself, I can control my energy levels, you get on track, you become focused. It doesn't matter if you've had a shit night's sleep. You can say, I am going to choose my energy this day, right? I have to say to you, even in the days of chemotherapy with me, I would say to myself, hey, I might not be 10 out of 10, but I'm going to choose to be the best I can be today, right? And I have to say to you, generally speaking, your best will beat most people. Energy is a choice. The next one, the next useful belief I have is this. The past does not equal the future. I simply do not believe the metric that your past equals the future. I, in fact, believe that people that are watching this rant should have a future bigger than their past. I also believe another useful belief to have is a three by five card. Susan, can I have some? Oh, here it is. A, a three by five card with the words next on it, with the words next on it. And I believe that those words next is what you look at when anything shit happens. You do not participate in that problem. You do not get smashed and disappear for a day. You never make a bad day look like a bad year. What you do is you use the words next and you move on. That is what the modern salesperson does. My friends, may I say to you, Hello, Hugo, which is Graham Thomas's son. He's thinking of a career in real estate, and at 16, you're being trained at a good early age. Keep watching. Forgive me for the swearing. By the way, let me touch on the swearing a little bit. There was a couple of guys that spoke at Eric that threw the F-bomb like about 15, 20 times. And then someone said to me, Tom, for some reason, when you say fuck, it doesn't have the harshness. It appears that when you say it, you actually say it as part of the way that you are. Sometimes you say it to yourself. You actually don't theatrically use the F word. And I think I thought about that and it's absolutely true. I have to say to you, what you hear from me is the way that I am. It is the fact that your audio must match your video and authenticity is the currency of 2018 that gets you cut through. Yes, it costs you business. Yes, I have people that probably do not hire me because they're worried about the F-bomb, even though I've made the decision that if I see a conservative audience and if I see an event planner that you know is paranoid they're gonna lose their job, I'll refrain from doing it, like I do on Sky Business. I don't swear on TV. I don't swear at church. Anyway, let's move on. And not that I go to church all the time, but I should. Anyway, um, here's another useful belief. I have survived 100% of my darkest days and I will survive the future. I love that. That gives me strength. That says to me, Tom, you have gone through darkness and you got through, so you'll get through this again. Another useful belief I have is, if I am 
good enough, I'm old enough. If I am good enough, I'm young enough. And we saw that from the lady from space, um, Judy O'Day. I mean, she would be in her late 50s, I would suspect. And I have to say to you, she was absolute proof that you can be nearly 50 years of age to enter real estate. If I'm good enough, I'm old enough. If I'm good enough, I'm young enough. End of story. Let's move on to the next one. And the next one was all about the fact that Video Now is in fact the trust enabler. Video Now is what allows you to show professionalism and authenticity at the same time because it allows you to move away from being a secret agent to being a really visible attraction agent. And what we talked about there, Tom Ferry talked about the fact that a really good video would be as simple as you talking about, you know, some in-depth marketing you're doing on a property uh, or, you know, a difficult sale that you put together and how you put it together. People want to know that. And what this does is it shows your professionalism and it also shows your authenticity because people now want to actually know you before they meet you. Minimum, you should be doing Insta story where all the eyeballs are on, Instagram where appears a lot of the traffic is gone, Facebook Live, you know, and for those of you that are unsure on a business page or a personal page, that those of you that are unsure of what to post, how to post it, and those of you that don't know how to retarget on social media, may I direct you to do the half hour real estate Facebook course in the real estate gym. Susan, can we add the real estate gym um, uh, link for people to join on Facebook and Insta? The community page. No. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So Susan's going to put that up there. If, If you aren't sure how to use Facebook on real estate, and by the way, Anytime you get any advice from people, like there's a lot of people that go up on stage talking about social media and the digital world, what have you. Do yourself a favor. Just look at their social media. Look at their engagement, you know? And if you want to really cut through, have a look at whether they're fakes. And you know who the fakes are? The people that have got what I call bought traffic. How can you tell? They'll have a lot of people following him, but they'll have very little engagement. The second thing is this. Remember this this term. It's called clickbaiting. Clickbaiting is when someone tries to get your traffic by deceptively using clickbait techniques. What's an example? They go to Google and they buy words like Tom Panos. They buy words like real estate gym. Why? Because the brand has got eyeballs and because they don't have the brand, what they try and do is to buy it. This term is called clickbaiting. Let me give you another term while we're talking about that. And by the way, I think to myself, become so good that they fucking pay for your brand. And guess what? Don't be paranoid. Lead the way. Because if someone's looking for Tom Panos, they're going to find Tom Panos. Spend your time and energy on not this bullshit affiliate fees and little backhand commissions and trying to find funny ways to get traffic. 
fucking play the long game, build a personal brand, get people to love you, and they will come. If you build it, they will come. Remember that. And I'm going to say to you, the other term I want to share with you, right? and, and by the way, I'm not slagging anyone off. You can go see for yourself. Just go through the exercise. Gang, I'm now I'm going to share with you another term. Another term I want to share with you is called milkshake duck. We talked about it last time. And Jesus loves a lot of milkshake ducks. Can I explain what a milkshake duck is? Someone that creates a totally different impression on social media than what's really happening in their life. They actually portray an image that does not resemble their life whatsoever. Now, I suppose we can all say we all do it to some extent. We all take a mobile phone and try and get a better shot showing us that way than this way. Double chin stuff, you know what I mean? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about, Susan. We all sort of do it, but I'm talking about the people that act like the goody two-shoes. Do this, be a good person, but fuck, I'll stab you in the back when you're not watching. Or have trust, but you know what? I'll fucking rip you off when you're not watching. Or this, you know what? Um, uh, Yes, it's all about the customer. But the first opportunity that they have to deceive the customer, that they do it. At the end of the day, let's be very clear. You can say what you want to say. It's your intent that matters. And that's why if you're a dickhead and you went to Eric, you're just a dickhead that went to Eric. Remember that, right? Because if you're someone that has trained, you know who you are now? You're just a trained dickhead because nothing beats your intention. If your intention is good, everything else is fine. If your intent, everyone's giving you a big thumbs on that. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Number eight. Number eight. Let's move on. Number eight. Are you financed? Some questions, some scripts. I copied down a few of the scripts. Let's move on. Alex Phillips likes this script. Are you financed? Here's another script. I don't know who I got this from. I think I got it from a real estate gym member. Have you sold from where you're coming from? That's a good question. Better than saying, do you have to sell? Have you sold from where you're coming from? Are you currently living in your dream home? Great prospecting question. Here's another good question on getting marketing. What's more important to you, Mr. Client? The risk of over-marketing by three grand or the risk of underselling by a hundred thousand? Great listing question, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor. When selecting an agent, will you pick an agent on the things the agent can control, like marketing, negotiation, the process, Or are you going to pick things on the agent can't control, like the number they give you today at your house? Great, great stuff. By the way, Real Estate Gym, we've got over a hundred scripts and dialogues in there. And I'm also letting you know that in August, we come to you, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Auckland, correct, Real Estate Gym only, scripts, dialogues, templates and the best of the best me face to face 
Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Adelaide, and I'm pleased. And Auckland, sorry, not Adelaide, Auckland. And I'm pleased to let you know, no, it's not $500. It's not $1,000. It's not $400. It is going to be around $29 for a half-day workshop just to cover coffee, tea, but it is exclusive events just for the real estate gym members. No one else is going to be allowed to come in closed doors because some of our content will never ever be online and shareable but will only come face to face. So you're going to get the dates for that. So uh, let's move on. Uh, number nine, Dr. Fred Gross talked about habits require repetition. Habits require repetition. What's the rule with habit creation? first 10 days are hard, the next 10 days are messy, the following 10 days you're building something magnificent. Judy, all the details will be going to the real estate gym members. If today I've whet your appetite like I hope to do, that was my intent, may I say to you, realestategym.com.au, join today, you're getting your success journal and our real estate gym app, which is hopefully going to be like as close to Netflix as possible, not as close to it. We're getting there, but this is going to be one-time login, notifications coming to you on your phone, should be ready in two weeks. Let's move on. Dr. Fred Gross, he talked about the fact that what he wants people to do is to serve themselves so they can serve others better. If you don't look after yourself, you can't look after others. And he talked about the inner voice that you have to listen to it. It's the, you know what happened? Guys and girls, there's a group of you here that you know what happened? You had dreams and aspirations. You grew up really ambitious. And then you got knocked a few times and you got hurt. And it's a little bit like the fly that's in a jar with a lid. And it tries to get out and it tries two, three times and then it thinks there's no point. And then even though the lid is off, it actually stops trying. I'm thinking that some of you have actually given up on some of those dreams. Not because the lid's there. The lid's gone. But you're conditioned. You got boring lines. You got self-limiting beliefs. You actually believe a lie. And maybe you need to do some inner work because the inner work is what's going to get you to get from stuck to unstuck. And I want to let you know that success is an inside job. Never forget that. No one's going to come and save you, by the way. There's certain work, like you're prospecting. You've got to do that work. You know your push-ups. You can't think about push-ups. You've got to do push-ups. But I'm pleased to let you know that within 30 days, you're going to have a different life. Just start. 80% of winning is beginning. Just start. Just start. Even the smallest step, even the smallest step in the right direction will end up becoming the biggest step of your life. Number 10, social media. Digital. You know? Look. I do a bit of speaking for News Corp. I do a bit of speaking for realestate.com. 
But I'm, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, uh, I'm going to sit there and say to you that that's the only way. Not at all. I have to say to you, there's so many other things that work out there in the world of real estate. Rate my agent. I've got nothing to do with them. But there's a group of agents that tell me it bloody works for them. Okay? Rating sites. Don't underestimate, you know, like rating sites. We live in a world where ratings are everything. Video, authenticity. Those of you, go watch the video of Shane Beaumont. This guy here, probably one of the best real estate agents in Australia at the moment using social media. He's an Instagram king. For those of you that aren't in the gym, just go to his Insta account. For those of you that are in the gym, go watch the templates and the videos and the backstage stuff on how he gets it all executed. Nicole, your talk was fantastic, by the way, at Kay and Burden. And you're one of the best looking speakers of the conference. Does that really matter, Susan, that I said that? You said it. I said it. Let's move on. Number 10. Eyeballs are on Instagram at the moment, unless you're live. Facebook loves live. Facebook's basically a blog. Instagram is photos and images. All I'm going to say to you, gang, get used to it. Get used to live. Get used to live. You've got to get over this thing. It's all about video consumption. And I think that right now, never let perfect get in the way of better. Just start using your mobile phone for, for one thing. Gang, I want to thank you so much. And I want to let you know, most important thing of all is this. We got 21 day plan happening as of next Monday. I'm gonna give you executable stuff that you can start implementing in your life out of all the notes I've taken at Eric, but more importantly, action steps. Because I actually think ideas without execution are simply delusions. So guys and girls, thank you so much for the most biggest thing, the biggest thing you can give me, and that is your attention. What are we in the business of? Attention. What am I doing? I'm playing the attention game. Because if I miss you on Sunday, I'm gonna get you on Monday on Sky Business. I'll get you with a podcast. I'll get you with an agent interview. I'll get you on MDA, the podcast I do with McGrath. The bottom line is we are working now as media company ourselves, and that's what we're doing. And I'm urging you, I'm urging you to become the rock star of your marketplace. Did you want to say something to me, Susan? Nothing. Guys and girls, thank you. With love. From my heart. What's that? Doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. She's doing a good job. And I want you to always remember... Work your ass off because one day you're going to say to yourself, fuck, it was worth it. Thank you and God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next six months?